You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. From LaBelle Edwards Stadium, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Hey, Cougar fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and two fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. After one quarter of play, BYU leads Wyoming, score of 7-3. BYU outgained Wyoming 100-89 to in the first quarter, 91 of BYU's 100 yards came on the Cougars' third possession of the game after going three and out, three and out. It was a 91-yard touchdown drive for the Cougs. Took only four plays. It included a flea flicker and a 47-yard catch and run from Keanu Hill, or rather from Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill. BYU saw only two first downs in the first quarter. Wyoming had seven of them, but the Cowboys trail. Wyoming ran 20 plays to BYU's 10 in the first quarter. As we come back in, it's a third down and six for Wyoming at the BYU 42-yard line. Ball between the hash marks. Andrew Peasley stands on the white-painted Y at midfield. DQ James is the tailback, and he'll go to the left flat. Peasley flushed out to the right, throws on the run, and throws complete for a first down. And Wyatt Whelan makes the catch at the 25-yard line between numbers and boundary. Goes out at the 24-yard line. An 18-yard gain on third and six, and an injured Wyoming player the play will count. A cowboy is down. Time out for an injury. And it's Cobbs, right? Joshua Cobbs is the injured player. Wide receiver for Wyoming is down at the 30-yard line. The spot of the ball is the 24. And the Cowboys are in scoring territory, trailing BYU by a score of 7-3. to Wyoming has lost 11 of 12, 17 of 19 to BYU, including a current eight-game losing streak against BYU. The Pokes have lost nine straight here in Provo. The last Wyoming win here came 35 years ago. Cobbs is up, and the fans applaud as he makes his way to the boundary. BYU-Wyoming played in the same conference from 1922 when BYU started football through 2010, after which BYU left for FBS independence. There were a couple of interruptions during those years due to world wars and when the WAC rotations had Wyoming off of BYU's schedule and vice versa. Here we go. First and 10 Wyoming at the BYU 24-yard line. Peasley backs up to the gun. Swen off his right hip. Strength is to the right. A single wide short side is tight left. Handoff Swin going to the left trying to get to the edge. He's forced to the edge. Runs through one tackle and nearly turns the corner. A nice run after it looked like he was going to be hemmed in along the line of scrimmage, but turned the corner, ultimately forced by, out by Keenan Peely, but a gain of five for Titus Swin, who gets down to the 19-yard line. So it's a red zone possession now for Wyoming. And the Pokes on the year coming in two tonight in the red zone were 11 for 12 with four touchdowns, seven field goals, and one fumble. Swin is a bona fide back, Greg. Uh, they, these kind of backs pop up in the Mountain West uh, a lot. I would not be surprised if he doesn't get a shot to play on Sundays. Pokes now 12 for 13 in the red zone this season. Second and five from the BYU 19. Strength is left. It's an end around to the right. 
to Wheeland, and Wheeland following blockers to the near boundary, and we'll have a first down and more. Needed to get to the 14, got to the 10, the 9-yard line. So in second and five, a gain of 10 for Wyatt Wheeland on the end around from left to right, and now it's first and goal for Wyoming. One of the things you notice against this Wyoming offense is just there are no unblocked BYU Cougar defenders. They do a good job knowing their assignments and executing their assignments. Now, BYU hopefully, you know, w- with that athletic matchup, will be able to win more and more of those matchups or more and more of those uh, battles as the game goes along. But Wyoming is doing a good job getting a hat on a hat. Twins to the right, single wide left, shotgun for Peasley, chest tie snap, and the handoff. Swen, Swen, just piecemealing his way between the tackles for a gain of seven on first down and goal from the 10. Titus Swen is running it so well. That's his 12th carry and nearly 60 yards on the ground so far for Swen. What do you see, Riley? Well, I did, they stopped the clock. I'm wondering why. It's down to the four-yard line, second and goal he from was the tack- four. He was tackled in bounds. The clock is stopped. It wasn't a first down. They didn't move the chains. Let's see what the umpire is saying. Or the referee, I mean. Yeah, we don't hear his mic. He's not turned it on yet. But, yeah, there's a clock issue here. Oh, okay. The referee's going to have to make an announcement here. Oh, it's being held. The clock has been frozen at 13 minutes, 17 seconds since the end of the previous quarter. We're checking the clock. Okay. Everything is ready. The clock will start on my signal. Okay, so the clock will start now on the referee's signal, but it has been stopped. And now they're winding it, so it is going. Here we go. Second down goal from the BYU 4. Peasley goes under center. DQ James is the setback. Tight formation. They'll motion Whelan. Fly sweep to Whelan. He's got a blocker. Makes his cut and has the end zone. Touchdown, Wyatt Whelan and Wyoming. And the Pokes are back in front. That was well executed. It was, and it was right out of BYU's playbook. That fly sweep, how many times have we seen that used, you know, in in big situations like on a third down or in the goal line from our own BYU Cougars? And uh, you can tell between Swen and Whelan, this Cowboy offense is going to rely heavily on those guys for the majority of their production. 9-7 Wyoming, PAT pending. And on for the PAT, John Hoyland. And Hoyland's never missed a PAT in his Wyoming career. The snap, hold, the kick, and he still never missed in his Wyoming career. 59 for 59 as the Cowboys make it 10-7 with 13.03 to play until halftime. It was a 75-yard drive, 10 plays and 4.47 off the clock. This is a confident Wyoming Cowboy club. They lead the Cougs by 3, 10-7 with 13.03 to go till halftime. We're taking a break. Timeout on the field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the seafood, or the award-winning unlimited salad festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. Wyoming 10, BYU 7 is our score. 13-03 remaining in the second quarter. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens for an injury update. Mitch, what do you have? Yeah, so uh, Malik Moore will not return in this game. He left in the first quarter. Uh, the injury has not been disclosed. I'm not sure if it's injury-related, um, as I didn't see him in the tent unless I missed it. Uh, but he, it has been confirmed that he will not return in this game. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. So already minus Earl Tuioti Mariner and Gabe Summers and Max Tooley and Caleb Hayes. Now it's Malik Moore. Going down on defense for BYU. Lots of numbers, lots of names getting in the game for BYU, including Ethan Slade and Talon Alfrey early in this contest. At that safety spot as Malik Moore checks out. Thank you, Mitch, for the update. All right, Wyoming kicks off. 
the Wyoming Cowboys have run 25 plays to BYU's 10. They've outpossessed BYU by eight minutes already. So the Cougars are averaging 10 yards per play in a game they trail. Touchback on the kickoff by Hoyland as Nyberg waves that through the end zone. So BYU first and 10 now from the 25-yard line. So far, and, and, and even sorry, oh. Bradley. Even though it's not a high-flying football, it's got a shootout vibe already. You better score when you get the ball if you're BYU. It's a shootout vibe of contrasting styles. Yeah. You just mentioned with that play count. Well, yeah, of course BYU. You know, it's only 10-7 because BYU between Keanu Hill and the flea flicker pass, and that's how BYU's getting it done. And Wyoming's just you know plodding down first down, second down, third down, first down, all the way down the field. It uh, it does have a score for score, or blow for blow. Shotgun snap to Jaron Hall. He'll look to his right, hop on his balls of his feet, and find a tight end open in the right flat. Isaac Rex makes the catch and gets nine yards upfield, maybe even ten. Will they give him the first down? They will. Move the chains on a ten-yard gain to Isaac Rex. Aaron Roderick mentioned this week in his press conference that he doesn't feel that Isaac Rex is even all the way back from his season-ending lower leg injury last year. I'm actually seeing it from week one to now. He looks faster. His acceleration looks better. His body control is coming back. This is like the Isaac Rex of old, which should get Cougar fans excited. Isaac leads BYU with two catches for 42 yards. Shotgun snap and a swing in the flat to Cody Epps. Epps is dragged down to the sideline after a gain of six on first down and ten. So Isaac Rex coming in two tonight. Five catches for 62. Tonight, two grabs for 42, including a long catch of 32. So two targets and two receptions. And Jaron Hall, by the way, is five for six throwing it. Yeah, I mean, you can't say enough about how solid and consistent he's been for this BYU team this year in Jaron Hall. Hall shotgun on a second and three, gain of seven. The handoff goes Katoa. Katoa nearly to the line to gain, but I think he's a yard shy. So on second and three, run up the middle for two. Third down and one for BYU. Updating Hall's number six for seven now. After that last completion, six for seven for 101. And on third down and short, they're going to sneak, Jaron, and they fall. Oh, they fall start yeah. on third and a football length. So th- that's one of those things with young wide receivers. Before the snap, false start on the offense. The entire unit did not come to a stop before the snap. Five-yard penalty, still third down. So it's a hurry sneak, right? And Cody Epps, who is getting more reps in this game than he has any point in this season, makes an adjustment. He, he started out wide. He got the call late. Rather than just understanding that his alignment has nothing to do with the success of a quarterback sneak, runs in towards the line of scrimmage, of course, was not set before snapping the ball, causing the penalty. Puka Nakua checks back in, so on third and a football length to now third and six. Back at the BYU 39, ball set far hash, Hall, shotgun, Lopini Katoa to his right hip. Takes the snap at the helmet. Option to the right, the pitch back to Lopini. Steps through a tackle and has the first down. He was going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. But he ran through a tackle, and on third down and six, got seven. That's a big chain mover for BYU, the way it turned out there. That was a huge broken tackle by Lopini in the backfield. Jaron actually didn't get to his read. Uh, they did a stunt. Wyoming did a stunt, so his his pre-snap read defender disappeared. Jaron's supposed to hold on to the ball and press to get to the second level, which he didn't, which is why Lopini had to make that guy miss in the backfield. Good thing he did. 10.50 to go until halftime. BYU down 10-7. to 7. They go pistol now. They load the backfield. Hall. Hit as he throws, and it is incomplete. Pressure on the intended receiver. Coverage on the intended receiver, Isaac Rex downfield, and it 
leads to an incomplete pass. They may give a pass breakup on the play. Either way, it goes incomplete to second down and 10 from the BYU 46-yard line. A lot of good window dressing on that play. You had the swing screen look, and then they kept the back this side to the uh, to the wide side of the field, looking as if they were going to do the double screen, which they showed last week. Uh, Rex wasn't just wasn't able to create enough separation down the field to secure the catch. Shotgun snap to Jaron Hall on second and ten. Twins left and right back at the BYU 46-yard line. Jaron throws quickly to the right flat. Katoa makes the catch. A gain of four is all as he's undercut immediately by Cameron Stone, the corner on the right side of the field, defensive right, uh, right side, the offensive right side for BYU. It'll be a third down and six. So right at midfield, you get the sense from Aaron Roderick that this is uh, two downs to make six yards here. Yeah, I think so, especially when you start off on that first down with uh, an incompletion. And the way that Wyoming's offense has been looking, you have to stay blow for blow, as you said at the beginning of this drive, Greg. Roberts, Nakua, and Hill trips to the left, Hall shotgun. With Katoa, the handoff to Lopini running right and no gain on the play. Maybe even a loss of a yard setting up fourth down and seven. Now you get nothing. We'll see if it's still four down territory. No, the punt team comes in. I think if you get three or four yards there, you might go for it. But a loss on the play means the punt team will come on for the third time in four possessions for BYU. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Greg. I was just going to say, Roderick said that anytime he crosses the 50-yard line, that, uh, you know, it's a conversation between him and Kalani as whether or not to go for it. They did not cross the 50-yard line as the ball sits just on the other side um, after that small loss on third down. Haven't seen fake in a long, long time. 44 yard lines the line to gain and it'll be a punt away from Rico. And he'll backspin it, sidewind it and the, can the Cougs down it? They do inside the five yard line. So great coverage for BYU on punt cover. It'll set Wyoming up with a long field. As Jacob Boren was the first down on coverage to make the touch ball then down to the three so a 97 yard field facing Wyoming when we come back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium the Cougs have to start bottling up the Wyoming ground game they've got a good chance to do it and get field position back in a game that stands in Wyoming's favor 10 to 7 9 14 to go until halftime we're taking a break it'll be Wyoming first and 10 from its own three yard line after a 47 yard Ryan Rico punt pokes 10 Cougs 7 on the new skin BYU Sports Network now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, home is where you get to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit SalaPest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A, Pest.com. SalaPest.com. Well, our stats interns, are Grant Nielsen and Paul Morrison, teaming up to note that BYU under Kalani Sitake, 27-6 and when they lead after the first quarter. And BYU did lead after the first quarter, but the Cougs trail now 10-7. At home under Kalani, BYU 16-3 and when leading after the first quarter. And my in-booth statistician, Ralph Sokolowski, noting that Jaron Hall has gone over 1,000 yards of total offense for the season in today's game. And he's now passed Gary Scheide. Oh, Coach Scheide for 18th place on BYU's career total offense tally. As we come back in, it's 9-14 to go until halftime. Wyoming at its own three-yard line, first and ten. They go eyebacks. Caleb Driscoll, the fullback for Titus Swen, and Andrew Peasley sets up under center. Single wide receiver to the right in a tight formation. The handoff, Swen. Swen gets outside the five to the six, so a gain of three. 
Second and seven for the Pokes. Micah Harper coming up from his safety spot to make the tackle. The safeties right now are Talon Alfrey and Micah Harper. No Malik Moore, no Ammon Hanneman at the moment. The corners are Mandel and Robinson. No Gabe Judy Lally at the moment. No Max Tooley in this game. It's Peely, Wilgar, and Bywater, the linebackers right now. And up front, Fisher-Jackson, part of a four-down set for BYU on the front line. Second and seven pokes at their own six-yard line. Play clock down to five. A stretch handoff to Swen. Swen trying to stretch it out to the right side. Peely hangs on for the ride and rides him out at the seven-yard line after only a gain of one. So third down and six for Wyoming, and a great chance for BYU to hold here and get field position back in a game. The Cougs trail by three. Ten to seven is our score. Eight seventeen to go till halftime. It is third down and seven for Wyoming. Micah Harper is closing like a madman as he just subs out. Uh, Cougars brought three on, two off. Oh, the D lineman they saw. Sorry. Just tracking. I didn't want him to get caught 12 men on the field. Micah Harper laid the wood two straight plays there. Uh, they just subbed him out for this third down, but he's going to be a player to watch. He's playing with a lot of emotion and intensity tonight. Third and six, actually, from the seventh. Third and six, Wyoming. At the far hash, shotgun snap to Peasley from his end zone. Throws right flat. Swen makes the catch and does oh, he does have the first down. Needed to get to the 13 and gets the 15-yard line. And making a pirouetting reception, Titus Swen moves the sticks on a have-to-have-it for Wyoming on a third and six. A big play made by the Pokes and Peasley. A sure throw, nice catch by Swen, who stumbles forward to the line to gain, gets out to the 17-yard line, first and 10. BYU just didn't manage the bunch formation well. They tried to cause confusion, uh, trying to catch BYU in the man coverage. Sure enough, two linebackers went with the tight end, leaving the back, Swen, the back open in the flats for the first down. Driscoll and McNeely in the eye. Stretch handoff to McNeely. McNeely gets to the second level. It's an eight-yard run on first and 10. Wyoming outgaining BYU on the stat sheet, outscoring the Cougars on the big board, and under seven to play until halftime. BYU favored by 21 and a half points coming into this game. They trail 10 to seven with 6:51 to go until halftime, and Wyoming is is executing its game plan nearly to perfection right now, Riley. So, Greg, when you look at the top tacklers from BYU, it goes Keenan Peely and then Jacob Robinson, Micah Harper, and Gabe Judy Lally. I mean, it's all Three, secondary players. Yeah, all yeah. secondary players. Wyoming is doing a great job up front of handling the front seven, forcing the secondary to make tackles. Peasley, right, a left flat. Swin sidesteps a tackler after making the catch. Spins around after making the grab as he's forced back, but not until a gain of 10 on second and two. It's another first down for Wyoming out to the BYU 34-yard line. Give him nine on the play. There's another example. He catches the ball out of the backfield, and as soon as he turns up field, is ready to make a move. He is just quick as lightning. Wyoming's run 30 plays to BYU's 17. 12 first downs to BYU's four. 10 to seven is our score. Six, uh, five minutes and 55 seconds now to play until halftime. Peasley under center. McNeely is the lone setback. Tight ends left and right, 12 personnel. Make it 13 personnel with a single wide to the right side. McNeely, a nice shuffle step at the line of scrimmage, coming back inside after a gain of only two on first and 10. Second down eight, the clock rolls, and the clock rolls is part of Wyoming's game plan as well. It most definitely is. That's how they, they took the air out of the foot. It's funny, normally Air Force tries to do that to teams, but that's what they did last week against Air Force. I did like what BYU did on that last play uh, we mentioned the lack of front seven appearance in the in making tackles in the run game they're starting to mix it up and make some stunts to make life a little bit more difficult for that Wyoming offensive line and it worked on that last first down play they go pistol 
Haven't seen a lot of pistol from Wyoming. McNeely now goes to the left hip of Peasley in the gun. Straight shotgun. Hand off McNeely. McNeely steps through one tackle and lowers the helmet as he takes on a second BYU tackler between the numbers and the boundary to the right side. That was a second and nine run of maybe two. Again, a stunt puts a BYU defender, in this case Tyler Batty, in the backfield. He didn't obviously make the initial catch, but he forced the running back to deviate off his track, allowing Ben Bywater to finish him off for a minimal gain. Now the big third down here for BYU defensively. Wyoming three for five on third downs tonight. 4.35 to play until halftime. Wyoming 10, BYU 7. The ball at the Wyoming 37. They go shotgun splitbacks. Parker Christensen, DQ James on either side of Peasley in the gun. A three-step for Peasley. Pocket starts to collapse, and Peasley goes down. He's sacked back at the 25-yard line as John Nelson drops Peasley well behind the line of scrimmage. It's a big loss, an eight-yard loss for Wyoming and on fourth down and forever the Pokes will punt it away. Big hold by BYU. The Kooks still have two timeouts remaining and four minutes on the first half clock. Wyoming 10, BYU 7. Pokes punted away. Clayton Stewart will boot to Hobbs Nyberg. Nyberg awaits at his 27-yard line on the near hash. Punter on his near hash. Wyoming left to right in the second quarter as we see it and you hear it. And to our right Hobbs Nyberg awaits the boot of Clayton Stewart. Snap back to Stewart. Well handled. And booms it. Nyberg, 23-yard line. No fair catch and immediately tackled. Great special team stop by Wyoming. No return on the play. As tackled in his tracks was Hobbs Nyberg. It'll be a long field for BYU when we come back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 3.32 to play. 3.32 to go till halftime. BYU from its own 24-yard line. First down and 10. A chance to go back in front before the break belongs to BYU after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, Jason Shepard is here in the broadcast. Spence, uh, scoreboard update from Shep. Are you guys hearing me right now? I've got you. All yep. right, well, let's go to the scoreboard update then. How about this one? Uh, USC trailing at Oregon State to begin the third quarter. It is 7-3 in favor of the Beavers, and this game has just gone final, and it uh, let's, let's I just lost it here. It appeared that Oklahoma, and it is, Kansas State lose or wins at number six Oklahoma. Sooners fall 41-34, to a day of some crazy final scores, Greg. New Big 12 beats old Big 12 that one. There we go. All right, uh, BYU football brought to you in part by Fillmore Spencer. Thank you, Chef. Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm, can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. BYU has run a paltry 17 plays in the first half, and the Cougs may have their final offensive possession of the first half starting right now. First and 10, BYU at its own 24-yard line. Wyoming has nearly doubled up the Cougars in plays. 33-17 here in half number one. It is down at number one for Jaron Hall in the gun. He's got backs to either side. Shotgun split backs. Brooks and Katoa sandwiching Hall in shotgun. Four down linemen for Wyoming. They'll drop seven. Hall settles in a clean pocket. Slaps the ball. Now pressure comes. Looks far, uh, far flat and makes the reception. Does Katoa on the 30-yard line number and out to the 32 It'll be a gain of eight, second down and two for BYU. Clock rolling to 3.15. BYU, two timeouts remaining. And the Cougs are tempoing with Hill in the gun and Brooks to his right hip. Trips to the left side. The field side, the wide side. The handoff, no, the keep by Hall. And Hall is dropped for a loss on the play. And now the Cougs will maybe think about a timeout here. Back to the 25-yard line, loss of seven. 
It'll be third down and nine. Hmm. So they get it on a haul, and a wrap-up tackle by Braden Siders, his second tackle for loss on the year. And the Cougs will now huddle as the play clock rolls to 25, the game clock rolls to 245, and the Cougs are now in a must-convert situation here. A third down and eight, or Wyoming gets the ball back before halftime with a three-point lead, 10-7 is our score. Back at the 26-yard line, BYU one for four on third downs tonight. It's been a fitful start for the Cougs. A third down and eight. Hall in the gun on a three-step. Pocket is clean. He throws to the far side and is caught by Keanu Hill. What a catch near midfield. The 48-yard line, 22-yard gain on a third down and eight. Did BYU need that? And what a rifle from Jaron Hall. That was a rifle. That, that There's his baseball roots right there. That was like a throw from right field to gun a guy at third base. Great job by Jaron. But I'm telling you what, Keanu is playing with some swagger tonight. If I'm Jaron, I'm looking him up every chance I get. Epps, Cosper, Hill, Trips to the boundary side, short side, the right side for Hall, who's in the gun with Brooks to his right hip. They're now going to motion Hill from right to left. Hall to the far side, incomplete. He drops it between a pair of receivers, incomplete between Epps and Cusper. It'll go to second and ten from the BYU 49-yard line. The clock's down to 153 here in the first half. BYU trails Wyoming, score 10-7. to BYU still has both their timeouts, so as far as being able to manage time for this drive, you have plenty. 153 at midfield and two timeouts, time isn't even of concern. In fact, you maybe even want to get the clock running so that you don't risk, if the drive does stall, giving the ball back to Wyoming. Pistol. The pistol back is Brooks. Hall in the gun. Wyoming shows four on the line, a fifth. They're going to bring... A fifth from Hall's right as the run goes left to Brooks. And Brooks gets to the 47-yard line of Wyoming. Clock rolling to 145. It'll set up a third down and around seven. And this is four-down territory for BYU on offense. Third down and six now from the Wyoming 47-yard line. The ball near hash. BYU right to left as we see it and you hear it. It'll be real interesting, Greg, with four-down territory, like you mentioned, if they take a shot here and feel good about their chances on fourth and six, or if they try and, you know, at least get a chunk of it. Play clock's already down to 12 for Holland shotgun. Brooks left hip. Late player off for Wyoming and does get off in time. The shotgun snap to Hall. Hall takes a five-step and now backpedals, throws to the far side. It is caught by Puka Nakua. Nakua makes his first catch of the night. It's a first down at the 34-yard line of Wyoming. Great play by Jaron Hall. All-out blitz, so man-to-man coverage. He gains depth, throws off his back foot. He kind of floats the ball more than we're seeing Jaron accustomed to, but it's okay because all you don't have a defender reading the quarterback's eyes and breaking on the ball. Everyone's trying to cover their man. Laid it out there very nicely for Puka. Great conversion. And got out of bounds. 105, clock stopped. A chain mover and a clock stopper. 105 to go till halftime. BYU down 10 to 7. Scoring territory now. 34 yard line. Ball far hash. Hall gun. He's got Brooks on his left hip. He's got trips to the right. The wide side, left side, field side. He's got a tight end right. Play clock down to one, down to zero, and timeout before the. Yes, just got it, right? No delay of game. Timeout called. BYU calls their second charge timeout of the half. So it comes with 105 to go until halftime, but it was a stopped game clock. Timeout. That was purely a play clock situation and uh, needed to call the timeout. They had two left anyway. We'll take our final timeout of the first half. 105 to go till halftime. We're taking a break. Wyoming 10, BYU 7. The Cougs have first and 10 at the Wyoming 34-yard line after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
37. Our score, 105 to go till halftime. BYU driving ball down to the Wyoming 34-yard line. First down and 10. Stats intern Grant Nielsen noting that uh, Keanu Hill loves the long ball. Two catches for 70 yards in this game. So 35 yards a pop. And coming into the year, he was averaging a robust 17 yards per reception. In fact, he led BYU last year in yards per reception. And uh, Jaron Hall's hooked up with Keanu Hill two times for big gainers. Jaron's night, by the way. 10 for 13 for 149 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. 77% completion rate and a pass efficiency rating of 173.2. Now, 173.2 will win you a lot of games. BYU trails in this game by three. But the Cougs look for at least three as we get late in quarter number two. Jaron Hall in an empty backfield. Trips to his left. Twins to the right, short side, right side. Hall now waves Lopini Katoa through the backfield to the left side. Quarterback draw for Jaron Hall. Gets to the outside, the right numbers, and between numbers and boundary, dropped for a gain of nine. It'll be second and one. So down to the 25-yard line goes Hall. Again, his long run on the year, 13 yards. Long gain of the night is right there at nine. And so second down and one. Game clock at 40. Hand off Katoa. Katoa trailed to the right side. Runs through an ankle. Tackle gets down to the 20-yard line. At the numbers, gain of five on second and one. BYU first and ten now to the 21-yard line. The clock stops to move the chains. BYU one timeout remaining. First and ten from the 21. And now the clock rolls to 35 seconds. Jaron Hall shotgun. BYU down three, 10-7. Clean pocket for Jaron. Throws right flat to the release man, Katoa. Katoa makes the catch and runs through two tacklers before being forced out at the boundary. Gets to the 18-yard line. Gain of three, second and seven. By running through those initial tacklers, it was good not only that he was able to gain an extra yard, but even better that he was able to get out of bounds. Stops the clock with 24 seconds remaining in half number one. BYU down 10-7. And the Cougars well within field goal range and... May not be something the Cougars need to worry about. Just punch it in for six and take a lead to halftime. Jaron Hall backs up to the gun. Katoa to his right. Tight end and two wide receivers left. Single wide receiver to the right side, short side. Jaron on a three-step. Settles in a clean pocket. Goes for the end zone. Has Nakua and overthrows him. Incomplete. It'll be third down and seven from the Wyoming 18-yard line. 19 seconds to go until halftime. So what do... Kalani Sitake and Aaron Roderick think right now with the ball third and seven at the Wyoming 18. Do they say we have four downs to make seven yards? Or do they settle? Should they not make the first down for a field goal try with a kicker that's missed a few in a row? We may find out momentarily. Three for six is BYU on third downs. Like to get it all here if not get into the end zone. Third and seven from the Wyoming 18 ball far hash as the Cougs go right to left. They now motion Epps to Twins left and right. Shotgun for Hall. He's got Katoa to his right hip. And now another time. Ooh, did the Kooks call yeah, their final timeout? Yes, they, because they were going to have another delay of game. Before the play clock expired, BYU calls its third and final charge timeout of the half. It will be 30 seconds. Well, now that Crazy. changes what you can do here with this third and seven. If you get a, make a play that ends up short of the yeah. line to game, you're not going to stop the clock, and you may not have time to get your field goal unit out there to make a kick. Now you have to take a shot to the end zone. I, I want to stay positive, Greg, but I'm like, my goodness, the, it's baffling to me how many desperation, frantic timeouts that we've seen in the last couple of weeks, including in this first half. They've had to burn each one of their three. One, they only had 10 men on the line of field, and then the other two were to avoid delays the game. All right, so it's third down and seven 
with no timeouts remaining in 19 seconds on the clock. Isaac Rex is flexed out as a wide receiver left. And then are trips to the short side right for Hall in the gun. He's got Lopini Katoa to his right hip. Third and seven at the Wyoming 18-yard line. Shotgun snap to Hall. A sprint to the right. Pulls it down. Throws. Caught inside the five-yard line by Braden Cosper. It'll be first and goal with the game clock stopping at 12. It'll start when the ball is set. First and goal for BYU with the three-yard line. And Jaron Hall will want to clock this one and does. So with 10 seconds to play, it'll be first and goal for BYU. No timeouts remaining at the three-yard line. And so you're running basically one or two of your two-point conversion plays right here. Yeah. But, but throwing, you're throwing it. You can't afford to run the ball and knock it in the end zone. I do want to go back. That was a great catch in traffic by Cosper there. He goes up. He uh, had a guy close on his back, and then he took a hit as he was coming down to the ground to be able to secure that catch. Big-time play in the red zone. First and goal player. for BYU from the three-yard line. Trips left. Hall, shotgun. Epps, uh, Epps mo- motions from left to right, and Wyoming will call a defensive timeout. Wyoming calls their first charge timeout of the half. It'll be 30 seconds. All right, so both teams a chance to talk over a first and goal from the three for BYU. And the three-yard line is where you run your two-point plays, so it's basically you're looking at a two-point conversion attempt for BYU, at least the play they would run in a two-point setting, but not on the ground. So a guy like Aaron Roderick's going to have, you know, how he's not going to come into the game. You, you typically come in a game with three or four, two-point or fourth and short or goal line plays. Um, so I'm taking a little bit of a stab here, but I am going to, like, try and do – When remember when Tony Romo was early on the call with – with Nance, with Jim Nance, <laughs> and he would predict. Yes. Let's look for the Andy Reid shovel pass special that KC okay. made. That's, we'll that's going to we'll, be my we'll little prediction We'll see if uh, here. I mean, Mason Wake ends he, up with the Chiefs call here. He's in the game, so I like my odds so far. Okay. So Mason Wake is the wingback left. Is now the time for Chiefs. First and goal from the three. Farhash and another timeout taken by Wyoming. Yes. Wyoming calls their second charge timeout of the half. <laughs> 30 seconds. They're icing the quarterback. Yeah. What's interesting <laughs> about that is BYU came out with the same personnel in the same formation and ran the initial, the same initial pre-snap motion. So I don't know what they're queuing off of over there for the Cowboys, but they don't like it. Well, you can't take them with you to the halftime locker room. So uh, Wyoming is making full use of its timeouts here in the final seconds of the first half. It is Wyoming 10 and BYU 7. It's an old Mountain West slugfest here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. First and goal from the Wyoming three for BYU with 10 seconds and no timeouts remaining for the Cougs. Wyoming down to a final timeout. Be interesting to see if BYU comes out again in the same formation with the same pre-snap motion. If they do, they feel really confident about their chance. Yeah, same personnel, same initial formation. If Keanu Hill motions across, BYU will have come out with the same play call, three straight plays in a row. Cosper and Hill to the left. Wake is the wing tight left. Hill goes to the right. Hall in the gun. And Hall boots it to the left. Throws for the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown by Braden Cusper right before halftime. Four seconds to go till the break. And the Cougs go on top on the comeback by Cusper just inside the pylon. 
That was Braden Cosper's drive. That third down to get the Cougars down into a first and goal situation. And then that great comeback route uh, to secure the touchdown was tremendous. He just completely worked his defensive back and was able to secure it while getting his foot down uh, against the sideline. You know, he, he's not quite there, the but the he's... The field is a touchdown. The play is under further review. He's having an emergence game similar to what Chase Roberts had a couple weeks ago. We'll call that touchdown throw should it stand, and it should. Our all-pro capital money moment of the game. Hall to Cosper for the go-ahead touchdown near halftime. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with all-pro capital. The all-pro capital money moment of the game. The Cougs lead by a score of 13-10 with the PAT pending. The touchdown catch by Braden Cosper. The bootleg to the left from Hall, and he finds Cosper at the left pylon. Did he get a foot down? If the call stands, it'll be the first career touchdown for Braden Cosper. And this after last week's first career touchdown by Cody Epps in Eugene. And is there just enough doubt here on this review? The call on the field is touchdown, and uh, I'll tell you, Greg, a cool there, feature is I think we're seeing what the ref is seeing underneath the hood on the jumbotron. Yeah, he, his foot gets down, and you could argue that there's enough green between the toe of the shoe and the chalk. And here's the call. After further review, the ruling in the field of a touchdown stands. Oh, come on. Give us confirmed. Now, too close to call, and so they're going to let the call stand, and it's a touchdown for BYU, and the Cougs go ahead before halftime on the Braden Cosper touchdown catch. Career touchdown number one as Jaron Hall has his 27th career touchdown pass. And that's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown for BYU. It's another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. Four seconds to go till halftime. Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT. Good snap and hold. Kick on its way. And it is good. Another PAT for Jake. And BYU's up 14-10 to 10 before halftime, bringing us to a pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers provide hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. And that drive goes 76 yards in 13 plays in a very economical 3 minutes and 28 seconds. It ends with a Jaron Hall to Braden Cosper touchdown pass of 3 yards. And BYU with the PAT goes on top by a score of 14-10 to 10 over the Wyoming Cowboys, who will start half number 2 with the football. Another reason why that's a big, big score right before the break. So with 4 seconds to go till halftime, BYU boots it away. In a game, the Cougs now lead by 4. And BYU in the Kalani Sitake era, 38-5 and five when leading at halftime. And at home, 22-1. and one. That's how big a touchdown that was for BYU, should the past history hold. And BYU's going to short kick this one. And off the hop, Wyatt Wheeland gets to the far side, stays on his feet, 
And that will end the half as the clock runs out with Wheeland on the run and going down on a heap, and he's injured on the kickoff return to end half number one. It ends with BYU leading it by a score of 14 to 10. So Wheeland is hurt on the play, slow to get to his feet, but does get to his feet as Kalani Sitake and the Cougars make their way to the team room. That is the end of the first half. Yes, indeed it is. And the first half ends with BYU in front. Kalani Sitake at field level will chat with Mitchell Jurgens either before or after the ESPN folks. Down to Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, Coach, uh, really good drive there. Um, as far as on the offense and defense side, you're missing quite a few key players. Has that affected your performance so far? No, I mean, it's, it's not about the players that are in or out. It's, it's uh, the rhythm that everything's going. We, we have... We don't have the right guys on the, on the field, and that's in, in, in uh, offense and defense. So not getting the call in early enough. So that's on us coaches. we got to figure it out, get get our guys in the rhythm so they can play and play assignments out football. Uh, right now, I'm just fortunate that we were able to come back and get that score there, but uh, we're, we're, we're not playing uh, rhythm football right now. we got to get back on it. Yeah, you're having a hard time establishing the run on offense. Um, on the defensive side, also having a hard time stopping the run. What do you want to see change there in the second half? Yeah, that's that's their bread and butter. We, we knew that going in, that they were going to stuff, you know, try to stuff the run and load the box up on defense and, and then take away the run. And so I don't really care as long as we can move the chains and get points on the board. And on, on defense, it's missed tackles. We're, we're, not, we're not playing assignment South football. We're, not, we're still not making the tackles that we should be. We have bodies getting in there, and I, I appreciate the effort, but you got to start playing smarter. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, Mitchell. And head coach Kalani Sitake, BYU trailing it, or BYU leading it now by a score of 14-10. to 10. It is BYU 14, Wyoming 10, our halftime score. Halftime coverage starts after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.